Hi everyone, it's Rob Evans 365, day number 70. Today's Monday. How is everybody feeling today? Monday is the most motivated day in the world. In the gym circles, we normally call it International Bench Press Day because that's the day that all the guys go to the gym and they work their chest. Most guys only work the the beach muscles, so they normally work the upper body, so chest, biceps, that kind of stuff. They tend not to work the back or the uh, the legs so much, and certainly not the calf muscles. But Monday is normally the day when people are feeling, whoo-hoo, I feel really good. And they normally feel really guilty because of what's been going on transpiring over the weekend so if you no, I'm going to start on Monday by the time you get to Wednesday it's often a different story and you think no no look I'll just start again next week I'll start next week that's this vicious cycle now yesterday I touched on food a, a little bit now those that know me well would know that nutrition is the number one thing that really gets me excited and passionate when it comes to a body transformation that and mindset but with the nutrition I want to focus on that today I've talked about nutrition in another 365 once before I couldn't tell you which day it is but I know I have talked about it before it's one of the fundamental foundational aspects of any body transformation it doesn't matter whether you're trying to do what I want to do and gain muscle and become more muscular or whether you want to you know obtain that sexy lean toned uh, female body or whether it's just shedding shedding weight or whether it's a combination of doing all of those things it comes down to the fuel that you put into your body will give you the output that you are getting if I use the context of an athlete so we were talking about athletes yesterday and having the mindset of an athlete if you think of an athlete's body like a Formula One car To run a Formula One car at its optimum, you cannot just drive the Formula One car up to a service station and put in normal unleaded fuel and then expect that car to perform as good as other cars in Formula One that have been given a more optimal, suitable fuel mix. Now, the, from what I understand, now I'm not into cars at all, but I did do a little research on this a while ago, the difference in the fuel between your normal car and a Formula One car isn't as big as you would think it may be, but it is different. So the point is that the Formula One car would probably still run, but it won't run as optimally as it would if you put the right fuel this is the same for your body transformation if you fuel yourself with let's say generally 
nutritious food, but uh, you know, you're not eating properly, you're not getting all the meals in that you need, and you're not getting all nutritious foods, you'll find that depending on where you're coming from, that you'll still make progress. Uh, but will you make as big a progress as you want? No is the answer to that. Uh, will you get the ultimate transformation that you want? No is the answer to that. Will you perform at the peak that you really want to? And no is the answer to that. And a perfect example of that is Leanne in what she was doing when I mentioned her success story the other day. Um, everything that she was doing. And uh, she wasn't leading an unhealthy lifestyle. She just didn't give herself the edge. She wasn't eating enough. She wasn't doing sufficient exercise. And she wasn't getting the, the, the training the right way. So she wasn't getting the results that she really wanted. And this is the, the same is true for the athlete. Now, over the next couple of days, I'm going to... Uh, um, to write a, uh, an email to send to Emily's um, dance studio. I mentioned this a, a couple of weeks ago at their last competition about giving their athletes more energy. And this is a, will be an area that they have no expertise in. Um, they, they work on the routines and so forth, but it's, the, it's what they don't know. And you don't know what you don't know. And I'm sure there's an aspect of energy that is lacking. And one of the comments that the judges had said was that they need to keep their energy up. Now, part of keeping that energy up is um, in mindset and focus. But another part of it is uh, the fuel that you have in your body. Now, if you don't have the, the right sort of fuel in your body, then... Uh, you are going to crash at some point and quite literally crash if you're you know, being held up high by somebody that doesn't have the energy to lift you at the right time or they're not coordinated or they're not concentrating. So that's something that we really need to uh, need them to, to be focusing on. And the kids will have no idea either, but what an opportunity they have to get an edge on all their competition because none of them eat the right way. Like you walk around and you see the food that they're eating and what they're drinking, and it's not—it's not good for their bodies, especially, you know, the growing female body and all the hormonal change that they're going through. Uh, but if we could give them an edge, a ten percent edge, say, then is that going to be worth a quarter of a point, half a point, uh, because everybody's more switched on? They had, you know, their two-day events. Uh, the uh, Australian, like the national championships, that's over four days, and they've got travel and all that kind of stuff to compete in there as well. Sleeping in different beds, uh, you know, it's it's a challenge for them. Like I just saw what happened over the weekend. So they have a long day on Saturday. Some of them went home. Some of them stayed in in town. They had to get up early in the morning. So a long day yesterday, depending on what they ate the day before and the night before, uh, a lot of them won't have breakfast uh, because they were competing at 9.15, so a little bit tired as well. Uh, So is there a chance, a risk, that some of those girls 
have not fueled themselves the right way to perform at their optimum? I would say 100% yes. As hard as I tried with Emily uh, to get her to have something, now we were running really quite late, uh, but I said to her, I want you to have this, which was an up and go, and that was because of where we were staying, we didn't have time to go and get breakfast because of the time we had to, to get up and get moving. Uh, breakfast wasn't going to be available. Uh, and there was no, you know, no way of preparing it. So um, I, I bought an up and go and uh, banana. Now, your up and go is not awesome, but it's got some, um, some protein in there and it does have the two wheat bigs, so it's got the higher energy food. And um, it's, it's probably got more sugar in it than I would like, but uh, it was kind of like a simple... Uh, a simple solution where we had uh, you know limited resources and a banana now she didn't want to have anything she said I'm not hungry I said Emmy I know you're not hungry right now but I said you're not competing for another you know hour and a half and you'll get you'll get to that on stage and you'll find that you're lacking in something you're going to be feeling a little bit you know lightheaded or lacking in energy and that's because you just haven't been, you haven't fueled yourself. And there's one thing that adrenaline does to your body. The adrenaline that you get from the competition will, uh, will certainly uh, boost your metabolism. It'll burn more calories, which means you're going to be hungry. Uh, you know, when it comes to the time to competing, and because it's three minutes of, was it two or three minutes of? intense action and quite explosive I mean there is a chance that their mind is not going to be fully concentrated because they're hungry their mind's wavering and then you've got that aspect of the blood sugars wavering and uh, you know just you're physically incapable of doing what it is that your your mind is telling you you should do so obviously there's an opportunity for an edge there now uh, I want to talk to you about uh, what that means for you if you're an athlete then that's uh, you know that's a little bit different but you've still got to follow the same sorts of principles but let's let's just work with the, the general population I'm gonna run through this fairly quickly so six meals a day is what I build most of my meal plans on well all of my meal plans uh, for the person that is an athlete or doing workouts I do a pre and post workout supplementation as well so effectively uh, eight meals a day. So the the pre-workout meal is normally a scoop of protein, a half to a scoop of protein powder, which is, um, I use a whey protein, uh, WPI uh, from vpa.com.au, and uh, they're about the best that I've found. You can get any of the flavors, it's fine. A half to a scoop of that, mixed up with a little bit of Gatorade or Powerade or something like that. And the reason that we use that is that it's got the electrolytes in there and that will help your glycogen stores uh, to, um, you know, before the workout and after the workout. So you don't need to get a fancy pants, uh, you know, pre-workout fuel or recovery fuel. You can just do this for pre and post. Really simple, much more economical. And you do that um, as soon as you start that or before the workout. So say 15 minutes before you start the workout, I'll have mine go and do my workout. And then immediately after the workout, you want to have another one of those. And then, uh, so that's it for the pre, 
pre-workout drinks. You don't want to make them too big because they they can make you feel bloated. I literally put oh, the scoop and then just enough liquid to cover the, the powder, really, enough to, to mix it. So it would be less than a, no, maybe it's a quarter of a cup, something like that, about 100 mils. And all right, so let's get on to the, um, the six meals. So th- breakfast, lunch, dinner, and three snacks. So breakfast, we've got high energy food in there, we've got some plant-based food, and we've got some protein. So in terms of serving size, let's keep it simple. A couple of wheat bix for most people, maybe a teaspoon of honey over the top uh, would uh, work fine for your high energy food. Um, a sachet of those you know, quick cooking oats, any of the brands are, are fine, they're about the same number of calories, any of the flavors are fine too. So that's the high energy part, okay? Now most people will have that and that's it for breakfast, but that's only covering the high energy part. Now this is where most of us get it wrong. And we just eat the high energy food more and more and more, don't get enough plant-based food, and certainly don't get enough protein. So then let's look at the protein. So if I was going to do uh, the, the oats or the wheat bix, I would add in a protein shake, and that would be, just like I said before, probably a scoop though, of the protein powder. I wouldn't mix this one with the Gatorade. I'd use water, or you could use some of the milk that you're going to use on your uh, your cereal. Uh, so that's taking care of the proteins, taking care of the high energy food. Uh, then the next one is your plant-based food. So if, again, with that type of breakfast, I'd have a cup, a metric cup, 250 ml cup, full of fruit, okay? Now, generally speaking, any fruit that you like, your banana is your only high energy one, they're okay, but I wouldn't be eating those all the time. You wanna get in some more color in there. So any of your berries, you know, mango, uh, apple, yeah, any of that kind of stuff is all fine. Mandarin. That's all perfectly, perfectly fine. Uh, another breakfast could be, so that's your, that's your high energy food, your protein and your plant-based food. That's your breakfast, complete. Now, uh, for those people that want to get that extra edge, I also recommend supplementation. And that would be in the form of your fish oil capsules. So I personally take uh, two, uh, what are they, 100, 100? Uh, 1,000 milligram capsules of fish oil for breakfast and I take two at night time as well and they serve me very well. Uh, the, uh, I find they're a bit better than the 1500 ones. They're a little bit smaller, easier to swallow. The other thing that I would add if I wasn't having the fish oil would be something like flax seeds or flax, uh, flax seeds are also linseed or flax meal, which is crushed up flax seeds. Just available in the health food section of the supermarket. Um, so that's your omega-3. So that's the icing on the cake, so to speak. The next thing that I would be taking is, oh, well, sorry, let's go back to the breakfast again. Uh, if that, that's one option. The other one would be a veggie omelette. So I'd be doing the four and a half egg whites, uh, which is half a cup of just egg whites. I would be doing the um, a cup to two cups of ve- mixed vegetables. And I would also be doing um, a slice of toast or something like that. Now that's going to wholemeal. That's going to be your typical kind of omelette breakfast for most people. Uh, th- and that's the, 
The one that I would do actually has nine egg, nine egg whites, three cups of mixed vegetables, but some people can't handle all of that. So, um, you know, if that's, that's too much for you, then you know, don't do that. Uh, stick with the one that I just said, four and a half. So that gives you all the things. The egg whites, yeah, it gives you your protein. You've got your um, high energy food in the toast. You've got uh, the plant-based food in the veggies. Uh, so well-balanced meal, well-balanced indeed. So there, that's, there are a couple of breakfast options. Then for your morning tea, we, we wanna keep that um, fairly simple. So we're going uh, every two to three hours we're eating. Uh, so that keeps our metabolism kicking along. Uh, the uh, the uh, morning tea, normally I recommend something like a piece of fruit and or some uh, yogurt, uh, you know, like a serve of yogurt. Now, the one that I normally recommend is something like uh, the YoPlay Fourmet uh, brand, or there's a, a Nestle Soleil yogurt. Uh, I use those because they are, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Low in fat, and they're also low in sugar. So um, they're, all, they're very, very good. Uh, the, any piece of fruit I would suggest for your morning tea. You want something that's quick and simple and uh, easy for you to, you know, consume while you keep on, uh, you keep on moving through your day. Whether you're, you know, you're working. Everybody's pretty busy these days, so just so that you can keep on, you know, moving through your day without making up an excuse why well, I didn't do this because I need to do, you know, um, X Y Z. Uh, so, all right, I. And just walking outside for a moment, finishing this 365, and I'm looking after Elsa at the moment, and she, Elsa's our dog, and she is barking because I'm at the front. Shush, Elsa. Um, that's, that's morning tea. You can do that for afternoon tea as well. Uh, lunch. We want to stick with the same principles of getting some higher energy food in. We want to get plant-based food. We want to get protein in. Simple one to do there is a chicken salad with some croutons on top. So the salad, you just think, how would I make a nice leafy green uh, salad with plenty of colour in there? So put your, you know, typical things. I'm sure you can be creative with your uh, cucumber, carrots, tomatoes, you know, uh, Spanish onion, uh, you know, some beetroot, corn. You know, be creative. Uh, that's a, another good one. The chicken, tuna, salmon, turkey, any of those sorts of things, lean beef. Put any of that sort of stuff in there. For most people, it's going to be around 100, 120 grams uh, of that. Um, again, keep it simple. I use like uh, cooked chicken. Uh, well, sorry, obviously we're not eating raw chicken, but... Uh, I buy the, the whole cooked chickens from the supermarket and pull off the skin and then portion it up, stick it in the freezer and pull it out when I'm ready to have it. Uh, so that um, keeps it not, nice and simple. I have 120 grams. Uh, big salad, uh, really big, like the few hundred, few hundred grams, three to 400 grams of salad mix I have. It's a, it's a lot. Uh, that might be too much for you, but um, just get plenty of it in. 
and then the croutons, croutons I tend not to use croutons that often to be honest uh, but uh, croutons I would just make them up myself um, probably a quarter of a cup something like that and that gives you your high energy food in there too so it's lighter it's different different textures and stuff and that's a, a really nice one other things that I do do is because I cook up my I like stir fries and that kind of stuff at the uh, you know the the start of a week or the end of a week depending on which way you look at it like a Friday Saturday Sunday uh, then sometimes I'll and they're all portioned up so I'll, I'll just pull one out of the freezer I might have a chicken stir fry with you know, half a cup of rice or something like that and uh, you know because I know the calories are, are all good it's got plenty of veggies in there um, so I find that one works well for me too uh, then afternoon tea as I said before piece of fruit maybe some yogurt um, another one that I sometimes use is like cottage cheese like half a cup of cottage cheese with some some carrot sticks or some celery something cucumber capsicum that kind of thing um, that can be uh, very nice cottage cheese a low-fat one is high in protein and tastes good so um, that's that's often one I use uh, another one uh, so, well, no, that's, well yeah actually another one um, smoothies uh, are quite good so um, uh, I've mentioned smoothies in another another 365 but like a cup of frozen fruit a cup of skim milk or almond milk or something like that I put in a teaspoon of flax meal put in a scoop of the protein powder as well and that's super yummy I often have that one for a morning and an afternoon snack even an evening snack sometimes uh, that's a really nice one and then we have our dinner and most people generally get a dinner right but you're looking at something like a, let's say a stir fry with lots of veggies in it making sure you've got enough protein in there if you're going to make this uh, meal up from scratch then I would say about a hundred grams or so of lean meat chicken something like that um, up to a half to a cup of cooked rice and three cups of mixed vegetables um, that's the, the formula there and you can put condiments uh, on your your food you just have to be very wary of what it is that you're putting on uh, so you want to steer away from you know high fat really creamy dressings uh, because that's where you can uh, just add a whole bunch of extra calories to your meal unnecessarily uh, so um, yeah you just need to be be cautious look at labels and take control of the, the number of calories that you're you're eating that's that's it goes the same with the salad uh, put that into context a tablespoon of something like a balsamic vinegar or a juice fat Italian dressing something like that would have six calories in it now a tablespoon of olive oil has 120 calories so it has 20 times the number of calories so you really need to be cautious as to what it is that you're uh, you know putting on your salad because it'll It'll give you a completely different outcome uh, yeah so then the evening snack look we we want to get something in that is uh, light we don't want to be having a really heavy meal at you know late at night we want to be making sure that it's something lighter uh, one that I personally do I, I do a, a like a pear and mixed berry style of 
uh, crumble. Uh, I tend not to put the muesli on it at night time. It's just the fruit, a bit of yogurt and a protein shake. Sometimes it's just a protein shake and I have my supplements. Uh, so it's a combination of, of those things. Uh, is really nice. Uh, what I put on a lot of people's plans it might be some Vita Wheats, uh, like slim, slim sort of uh, biscuits with a little bit of peanut butter on them. Um, it might be so just that, or it might be uh, my morning. It might be a a little packet of uh, popcorn. Also here in Australia, we've, you can get them in a ten pack. It's like uh, ten individual packs of uh, popcorn, and uh, yeah, they're twenty grams, and they. Uh, that, that's a quite nice little snack because uh, some people like that savoury flavour and they like to just pick it at food uh, and it takes a while to get through the bag so that can be quite a nice one and you don't feel uh, very full after it. Uh, another one might be you know, like say three, four uh, rice cakes so the thinner versions maybe with some avocado on it or, or it's some peanut butter or maybe it's some you know, tomato and a little bit of cottage cheese, something like that. And again, something light, um, but uh, we're keeping that metabolism ticking over. And that's what happens when we're consuming food. It helps keep the metabolism ticking over. Now, the trick with all of this is to do it forever. And you don't have to eat the exact foods that I've just said forever. But we're certainly living by those principles forever. So that means always having the six meals or in my case eight meals uh, because I do the pre and post workout meal um, but doing it every day every day and I can tell you that because I've been doing this for about 30 years that my body is so used to it that as soon as I skip one or to be honest as soon as I'm out by about 15 minutes of eating my body will say you've got to be eating now and I start to get really, really hungry uh, to the point where I can feel where my blood sugars are starting to drop and I can feel that feeling coming on and I know that I've left it too long and I need to, I need to be eating. Uh, so your body's really clever and you, so you've, you've got to keep eating. You've, you've got to, uh, you know, if you want to, eat, I'm sorry, if you want to burn fat, you want a leaner body, you need to eat. You have to eat. Starving yourself does not work. And this is the surprising part where I did a consultation with a lady uh, just on Friday, actually. And she's not an over, well, she's overweight for, um, she doesn't look overweight. She hit it quite well, I think. She, she reckons she needs to lose about 10 to 12 kilos. And um, I asked her, what's her eating like? She said, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. I'm, I'm pretty healthy. I said, well, I can tell that she's not, you know, like 70 kilos overweight like some clients had come in. Um, so she obviously you know, has some idea about what she should be eating and not eating. But it's interesting. So her perception of herself was she eats pretty healthy. I thought, okay. So let's find out what that looks like. So when I went through her, her eating plan in detail, it wasn't healthy at all. And she only eats, oh, 
she was eating on average three three meals but three maybe four meals max now it started with she wasn't having no breakfast normally no morning tea but if she was hungry she would eat something and that was reasonable um, she would have she would have lunch and lunch where you know it wasn't too bad uh, nothing for afternoon tea dinner was okay but missing things and uh, sometimes she would she would have something in the evening sometimes she she wouldn't um, so there were gaps in her the amount of plant-based food that she was eating the amount of protein that she was eating and um, you know with the amount of high energy food that she was eating so it was no surprise that she's getting the outcome that she's getting because she's not fueling herself in the correct manner. Uh, but you don't know what you don't know because her perception was that because she's not eating, you know, fast food a lot or, you know, dining out a lot or drinking alcohol or tea, coffee, then she just naturally thinks that, yeah, I'm healthy. But if no one ever tells you that, you know, well, actually it means you've got to be doing these things then you just assume that, oh, right, okay, I didn't know I had to do that. Uh, so that's, um, that's the difference with, with that. So that's, your, that's the foundational nutrition for you. Now, my athletes, I have them performing on uh, normally more calories. So the serving sizes I've just given you, they would be consuming more than that, mainly because of their training regime. And they're burning off a lot more calories and uh, that means that they're also putting their like their workouts they're putting their bodies through uh, more intensity than you and I would they're they're pulling up sora they are stressing the muscles more they're damaging uh, you know muscle fibers and they they need to be repaired now um, it, your body cannibalizes itself to get the amino acids that they need to repair the other muscle, other muscles. So you can actually be losing more muscle over time uh, just by virtue of the fact that uh, you're not consuming enough protein. Your body will always repair first before it builds. Uh, so if you're not consuming enough protein, it's going to get the you know the essential amino acids that it needs from other muscles to, to do what it needs to do. Your body's very clever. So, um, yeah, they're, so they're on a, uh, a much more high calorie uh, plan. So to put that in perspective, most people that I do plans for, and normally, especially for ladies, are on about a 1,200 calorie plan. An athlete could be on, I've done oh, female athletes, like, Two, 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 five, two thousand five hundred calories would not be unusual uh, for them. I've done uh, meal plans for uh, male athletes up around the three thousand two hundred calories, and um, they're blown away by how uh, how much food they need to eat. I'm working with a, a world class athlete at the moment, and he he basically refuses to eat the the way that I suggest and I say well that's fine um, you know you've got to make the choices but I'm telling you this is the way to optimize it and uh, you know one 
one guy I'm thinking of in particular, he said, I've run through everything with him and his partner's very healthy and um, she knows, you know, she'll make food for him and so forth, but uh, he'll, he'll eat it, but he won't eat the same way that she does. And she says, can't I just have, uh, you know, 14 wheat bix or 12 wheat bix for breakfast? I say, ah, no, that is way too much high energy food. It's, it's not the right way to do it. But anyway, you, you can only provide people with the tools and then it's up to them to, to make the difference. So um, that's the same for you. These are the tools that I've helped people lose over 5,000 kilos of fat. Uh, it works every single time. It's the way that I live. I've been doing it for 30 years and it's why I look so good. It's why I'm so vibrant and healthy, uh, both inside and out in terms of the way you look at me. But I mean, the, medically, you know, I've, had all, I've had all sorts of tests done uh, over the years to say how healthy I am. And uh, the, this is all available to you. These last few days, they're all linking together, aren't they? So you, when you've created that vision for yourself and that hunger, that commitment, you know, when you know what it is that you want, and I say to you, here is the roadmap to doing, like to getting there. All you have to do is do it and you will get that result that you want. There may need to be some tweaking here and there, but this is the way that you will get the result that you want. So if you know that and you're completely committed to it, you just do the work. You do the work as hard as it can be sometimes, you do the work and you will get the outcome every single time. The only exceptions are if there's some medical a condition that you have that can have an impact on your metabolism that stops uh, these things from working in the same way that the results that I'm getting with people. So what that means is that obviously you will still put yourself in a much better position uh, in terms of your health and everything. You'll be feeling so much better. Uh, but in terms of your weight loss, if that's the journey that you're on, it may just take a little bit longer. So people that are going through menopause, uh, their metabolism slows down. Maybe you've got a cancer and your metabolism with all the chemotherapy and everything else that you're going through uh, can have a dramatic impact on your metabolism and your whole, whole immune system and body. So, uh, you know, your body is battling with some of those things. But living this way is going to give you more energised, make you feel more fulfilled uh, than if you didn't do it. So, um, yeah. Even people that I've had that have had all kinds of different things have had success with this. So, uh, yeah, don't feel like... Uh, you know, you've got this, uh, you know, thyroid issue or something like that. So there you go. There's, there's one that I have a lot of women uh, from time to time say, oh, maybe it's my thyroid. Uh, and I say to them, do you know what? It's probably not your thyroid. It's more your refrigerator. And I don't mean that disrespectfully, but most people struggle with their food and, you know, want to blame the thyroid and say, oh, well, uh, this is just, this is my story. This is, this is where I'm always going to be because it's my thyroid. Uh, I've only ever had two clients out of the thousand or so that I've trained that have ever had a thyroid issue. Both of them were on thyroxin, which is the, um, the drug to have that fixed. Um, sorry, I shouldn't say have that fixed, but to have an impact 
on uh, you know replacing where you do have the issue with the thyroid or it's a, a, basically a slow count or whatever um, the terminology is and they've both had success by sticking to these same principles that I just said each one of those people though didn't get to the optimum results that I would have liked or they would have liked because they weren't doing the other work in terms of the training and they weren't being consistent enough with the with the food um, you know you you can make up any story that you want as to why you're going to do something or why you can't and you'll you'll live that i've never been able to do it before so why is this going to be different this time we talked about that the other day this is a different moment right now this is different to where you've been before there's a different distinction somewhere in where you are today compared to other times but if you want to live in the past and say, well, I've never been able to achieve that. I was only this way when I was a teenager. Uh, and then, you know, I can't be like this now that I've had kids or whatever. That's all rubbish. I'm sorry, but that, that's rubbish. You can have whatever it is that you want. Does it mean you might have to work 10 times harder than somebody that seems seemingly achieved it much easier? Maybe the answer to that is yes. But if you want it bad enough, you'll do it. And if you follow this formula, you will get the results that you want. So here's your homework for today. And I'm going to close out this call. I want you to track every single food that you're eating over the next seven days. If you're not already doing this, you need to do it. You can do it on my Nutrition Coach app. Uh, if you have that, you can do that. Otherwise, just grab a piece of paper and write it down. Write down what you're having every single meal. And I want you to write down the amount that you're eating. So get out your scales, get out your cups, weigh it. Um, you know, if it's a, uh, you know, weigh out your cups, sorry, measure out your cups of vegetables, like having two or three cups of mixed vegetables. If you're having 100 grams of, or 120 grams of chicken, steak, fish, whatever it is, making sure that you measure out your higher energy food, do that for a week and then see how you feel and then keep doing it. Okay, write down what it is that you're drinking, every single thing. How many cups of tea? How many cups of coffee? What did you put in it? How much water are you having? Um, how much soft drink? How much alcohol? How, um, how much fruit juice? Uh, and all of that kind of stuff. You need to write it down. Okay, that's your homework for today. I will be back tomorrow with day number 71. All right, bye for now.